You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. What's going on, guys? Hanging out, man. And, and you know, Scotty, I just I, I want to have a good vibe for the show. So I just wanted to tell you, man, I don't want to fight. Hey, let's just go fly a kite, man. All right? You got a problem with that? I heard you have a problem with that. Why you got to say that? It doesn't help. I Yeah, ever since you've been saying that a couple <laughs> days ago, I've just been thinking. To this morning, I was brushing my teeth thinking about that. What the fuck, Ziggy? How does that help? You, you Give me something I can use. Connect the goddamn dots. What is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Go fly so a kite. So if, if you I, show if, up, man, yeah. if you show up, I mean, just as if Ziggy was there hanging with yeah, you. Yeah, me and my girl you know, are having a kite words. In one hand. No, he ain't got a kite, first of all. Me and my girl got, we'll have, we just had words, walk outside, cool off. And Ziggy Molly comes up to me and tells me to fly a kite. Come on now, man. I'm going to tell him he needs to hire a lyricist. Dude, you ever see me fly a kite, man? Me and Flower Farmer hanging out flying a kite at Red Rocks during the show. It brings people in. You just have to have the right kite. It's got to be a little bit of a stunt kite type trainer kite, a little bit of velocity to it and the right wind. Everybody's having to forget about all their troubles. There you, there right. you go. I'll go, I'll go <laughs> fly a kite. I'll let you know how it works. This is well, you, well, make sure there's wind or else you're just going to get angrier. So what's growing on, guys? We're hanging out. Episode Dude Grow Show 273. Coming in a little loose. We've been all over today. Me and Scott are hanging out at uh, Hemp Farm. It's a little bit later in our, our day uh, for recording, but yeah. good times. I've been popping sure. capsules of CBD all day. They keep falling out of my pocket. I was over at the uh, at the <laughs> CBD farm this morning over with Flower Farmer and Pauly CBD and Dude and uh, Grow Guru was there. And uh, it was kind of fun, man. So at one point in time, Polly just handed me a whole bunch of these capsules, these CBD capsules, put them in my pocket without thinking about it. And all day I've been just taking out my wallet and three or four capsules will fall out with my wallet. You know, it's kind of kind of classic. I like it. It's a lifestyle a choice. <laughs> Sometimes I, you know, I whip the wallet out to pay for lunch and a few pills fall out. I hope you are cool with this. Well, if you guys don't know, uh, we got uh, what's going on with Scotty and the dude. A little bit of talks. Just jabbing, jiving, jiving, jiving with you. That is what uh, what's this going show on is, gross. man. This is just about bullshitting. What's going on when you are living... Man, we are living in the epicenter. I will have to say, after going to that, that, that cannabis farm this morning, there is so much just kind of business going on around. And uh, it's interesting as hell, so I love it. Well, I, we did have uh, a little bit of show business, as I call it sometimes. Somebody chimed in here. Oh, Can't Smell Me, man. Can't Smell Me was chiming in. He wanted to know. He said, I hope all is well. I was wondering if you ever announced the winner for the Source Vapes Orb 3 Premium. Uh, the contest asked to post a comment on Wake and Bake America at 11, and the winner has to, was to be announced July 8th. Did this ever happen? I have no clue. Did this ever happen? Do we have a winner announced? What's that? Is this done? No, it really it didn't. Honestly, I cooked it on that. Thank you so much for bringing it back up. And what we're going to do is... We're 
damn, if we're so close to getting the Wake and Bakes back on schedule. And I think by Monday we should have something. So Monday on the new Wake and Bake, the next Wake and Bake, we'll announce the winner. And, yeah, def- I've got actually a super premium kit with, uh, yeah, with just about everything. The glass dome so what and was all the, sorts the- of atomizers. Just on, on – uh, 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 best comment well, on a uh, uh, source on episode eleven on, on episode Wake eleven. I do believe that's what it was. So yeah. I mean, shouldn't it be uh, if uh, if can't smell me made a comment and then he's also the one to follow up? Should he ha- should he get it? I don't know. You can look at him. It's your contest. Yeah, guys. It had nothing to do with this one. It's only f- I've only got two. One was for the dude, and then one was for the contest winner. But yeah, you're probably right, man. I should probably give them both to the, the contest folk. Fair enough. Or dude just talked himself right, out of a source tape. I'm all good, man. <laughs> I'm all happy. I did want to yeah, shout out. We will figure it out. Source Face has been cool. They've been giving us a couple units every month, and uh, we've just been giving away as fast as we get them. So uh, look out Monday. Let me, go, let me go look at all the facts, make sure nobody did anything super outstanding that warrants uh, you know, special attention, and we'll, we'll get those winners out Monday. Thank you all for participating. I do appreciate cool, it. Cool, cool. Uh, I had to give a shout out real quick to, to Old Man John. He sent me an email. Old Man John had a question on Grow Talk talking. He said, man, sorry, dude, this one's for Scotty, and I kind of busted balls. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. He's like, he sent me an email just to be like, man, you know, I'm not serious at all, Old Man John. No worries. You can direct questions sensitive. wherever. I mean, uh, you could direct questions to uh, a grow guru, a pilot assistant, whatever. It's all good, man. I appreciate you chiming in, though, and back with me. And thanks for all the compliments. Now, executive producer is uh, Costa Mesa Steve. What's up with that, man? I haven't heard. Hasn't been on the show in a while. What, why are you stepping up with him as, him as executive producer? Costa Mesa Steve called me last week just to say what's up and let me know that he is available if I ever needed any kind of information. I found, you know what made me think of Costa Mesa Steve is that I am moving. I'm getting set to move. So I've been boxing. That's why I kind of haven't really been into my vegetative and all that stuff and really been, you know, not super concerned with the future and, you know, the future of of this garden kind of had it on autopilot. This also means shit's going to get squirrely for a little bit, guys. That's why. why. This is just a forewarning. Yeah, but anyway, so I was talking. I was talking to Costa Mesa Steve, and I found as as I was moving, I found this uh, folder that he gave me that has absolutely everything you would need, as down to the penny, down to the used work van to run a hundred lighter and to get a hundred lighter go, down to the work schedules that, that that you know how many employees you would need, what you compensate them. This complete business system for running a hundred light. A uh, hundred light operation in in Los Angeles and Southern California, and I thought it was so interesting. And a guy like that, that that's just like a byproduct of what he does. You know, what is it like a PDF or is no, this in it's like a, a full secret black notebook? It's a Manila envelope that I have with just the most just terse, laconic information, just the, just absolutely what you need and nothing else. And I was just like, just reminded me of what an asset he is, what a gem he is, and like. That's one in a million. One in a million growers are going to do that. You know, maybe I'll say realistically one in five, ten thousand are actually going to keep those kind of records the way he does. And just I, it, there's so much information that he has in his head. So I was just talking to him. He was telling me about how he it's, it's interesting because we saw the same thing when we went to the hemp farm this morning. But he hires uh, uh, handicapped people. He hires actually deaf uh, people to work in his nursery, uh, you know, in all his operations. And again, flower farmer, well, I saw the same thing over there. I thought that was really interesting. So just, just even things like that, where he's able to uh, provide additional 
kindness, additional benefit to the universe by giving disabled people good jobs. Stuff like that just really makes me think highly of him. So he offered to come on in and uh, just talk to us and really start dishing out some information, trying to help people. So we're going to take him up on that. I like it. I like it. Yeah, we did see those guys out there gardening. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's multiple skill sets, you know? I mean, I don't know if deaf people just need planting. Would you, would you trust your, uh, your airline pilot if he was deaf? Would you get all sketched out if they were throwing signs, like, at, in, in the cockpit back and forth? Look, a little bit. if you're just talking like the guy that does <laughs> the Red Bull air flight stuff, you know what I mean? Like my st- a stunt pilot, some of the best pilots in the world, do I think that that, that that could be a deaf guy? Yeah, I do. Do I think that the airline system is set up for a deaf person? No, I don't. You know what I mean? So no, I no, I'm be being sarcastic, of course. <laughs> I we don't be honest, need to get right? too, too. Yes, just give it a, a laughing no. It's all good. Well, I did when I was leaving the uh, the hemp farm today. Uh, they had the, the the crop dusting plane man doing its acrobatics. It was literally doing a tight U turn right above this country road, and that's the first time I've seen it in a while. I didn't I didn't pull over and gawk too much, but there was literally a few other cars just pulled over. Kind of, it's almost like a mini air show. Like those guys are getting after it, man. Like efficiency coming back down on just a short ah, stretch spraying. It's psycho yeah, dude, spraying out that recharge, dude. And they had a big old recharge emblem down the side of his plane. It was sweet. It's totally psycho psychopathic <laughs> what they do because at least I see it in sugar country down in Florida. They pretty much just they've got to pull you know the stick and they just have to pull up on the stick at a certain certain point it's the same with my friend was a motorcycle racer yeah otherwise they crash into the ground in the power lines in 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 sugar country down in florida but my friend was a motorcycle racer and there's a breaking point and you just look for these points in the track and you try to brake as late as possible so you know so that you keep out you know keep your speed as much speed as possible well it's the same kind of the same thing these guys have that same i see the way they they fly these planes and they'll just go three four five foot above the ground they'll you know, dust the crops and then above the canopy, uh, above the yeah, crop. above yeah. the canopy. I'm sorry, and then they just pull up and do almost a 90 degree, uh, just a 90 degree turn straight up in these planes. And then I've seen these planes over. They use them for sh- like a lot in sugar country and stuff down in Florida. And so I'll go see these planes, and they look like they're made of paper. They look like they probably cost about 50 grand new. They barely fit one person inside them. They are crazy. These are weird pieces of machinery. Crop dusters. So me and dude were trying to debate what they were spraying. One of the guys was saying it was probably some kind of shitty chemical, you know, Roundup or something. But I was thinking it's slow-release nitrogen, like a Coron or something, like a 2800, some kind of super slow-release nitrogen. 2800, nice. Uh, could be. He was uh, hitting the corn. I think he was hitting the corn over there. You got to get that corn going. Yeah, right. I think they just spray chemical nitrogen. And the way it's explained to me, it's like a super long polymer kind of thing. It's like a super long chain, and it's just like a hot dog, and that plant just keeps eating. Kind of interesting for like a month. Chain lasts a month. Kind of interesting stuff. All right, well, before I ask you what's going on, we'll take a break. But before I do, primetime supporters, a couple real quick guys, people that support us, products we use, Optic Foliar. Definitely Dinesh kicking it out there in Vancouver. Uh, we got to get them on. There was a little, I want to call it hype, but some shit with hey. Optic Fuller and a bunch of other products out in Oregon, right? It's a snafu. I learned what snafu means. Situation normal, oh, okay. fucked up. Gotcha. So snafu situation, nah, it's mainly just uh, the not recognizing. If you guys have any questions, Dinesh will gladly field them. You can always try and give him a call as well as hit him up on Facebook. But with the organic pyrethrum, 
he has had in his product, but not on the label has caused if you're using anything. We'll get him. We'll get him hanging out soon. Uh, another shout out as well. Green pads. You haven't heard. I, I kind of had them in my back pocket for a while. Sorry about that. Green pads. Uh, if you don't know, you could look on my YouTube channel, Dude Grows YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, uh, and check out. I, I measured. I love the Green Pad Junior in the Clone Dome. Highly recommended. Not in Colorado here. We're kind of drier sometimes, so I don't really like the uh, the bigger pads. It depends on how you're controlling your, your grow room. Because the green pads run on humidity, which is never an issue in a clone dome. If you have low humidity in a clone dome, you're not doing it right. So should, you uh, should have bumped decent, it up to You need over, decent humidity in your grow room too, though. You know, you should be growing. I agree. At least I agree. Humidity. Yeah, it, it used to be so, here. It, a lot of people don't do it, man. When I used to go out and consult and try and help out on gardens and do all that um, in the beginning of the podcast days, a lot, you know, when people do that, a carbon filter, constant exhaust, or constant exhaust for air, you, how can you control it? You can't. But you don't need the constant exhaust. You can scrub. There's no reason to constantly exhaust. No, well, they're relying on an air exchange for CO2 because they didn't the tank, they have the monitor, they don't have a controller, or whatever. That's what I'm saying, so baby. You don't have Jack a little CO2, more plants in that area. Exhausted. Get your CO or get your humidity up. Throw a couple green pads in there and get your CO2 up. They are a good option, man. They ship cheap as well, especially uh, they're a great option for you guys. That it's not like when you're in, unless you know somebody that have a restaurant. I've heard of that or that works at wherever you're where co2 is being used the tanks it's not very common for like a grower dude to go up and just refill 20 pound tanks of co2 at the you know the the co2 distributor the welding business you know it's not a gross because you don't have that option so you want to look at some of the other options or shout out to all right quick break coming back with what's growing on with scotty what i got growing on we'll kind of just jive it all together like i said running a little loose later in the day here Absolutely. and check out everything at dude grows dudegrows.com guys we'll be right back leaves of frosted tip to crown smokes with such a pleasant taste it's time to put the recharge on just add a little with your base new roots now it's time for me to grow Dankest weed you'll ever taste. Count the strains that make you stay tripping high all day. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I grow real fire. Now, this is one thing left to do. Gotta get that recharge on. Then light one up with dude grows on it. Take away my recharge And I said no, no, no Yes, I grow the tank That's just like money in the bank I'm in the no, oh, oh Come on and do yourself 
a favor And grow some dangness that you can savor Cause I'm growing top shelf with Recharge The proof is in the smoke whoa, whoa. Recharge is a natural soil conditioner that takes the guesswork out of growing The secret is in the biology Recharge loads your soil up with organic beneficials that store and deliver nutrients to the plant as needed. In traditional or organic gardening, Recharge makes growing amazing quality simple. I got the time to buy seven bottles when one's just five. Why you try to take my Recharge when you can get your own one? All right, man. So obviously, what's going on? So we both were hanging out today. I think the first and a little bit out at the CBD farm. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed that CBD farm, and I just like talking to the the extract artist, the guy making the medicine. And it's just it really is. Oh, you know, there, there's just like THC, there's all sorts of different combinations of THC and terpenes. So, you know, DJ Short was saying that you know the, some of the fairly low. THC varieties can get you really fucking high. Well, I believe there's the same, you know, terpenes, you know, the mix with terpenes and whatnot gets you uh, uh, your medicine. So I think these guys are really thinking about different uh, strains, uh, different CBD levels and different terpene levels, though, and kind of matching those and using those as a starting formula to work with, treating some different symptoms. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I just like to see also the, I won't say, it is kind of like... Uh, but seeing somebody that, you know, is pretty passionate about doing, you know, Paulie out there was passionate about what he's doing and to be able to get, and it's not hard to get passionate when you see one person get helped. Seeing it in front of you is, is pretty amazing. Seizures stop or, you know, I haven't had that directly in person. I've read plenty of great stories, but it's nice to know you right up do this. I don't think, man, I was just thinking about this. You guys, I might be wrong. Uh, on the rules with hemp farming here, uh, I think that I think this is nationwide, Scotty. Tell me what you know. When you you can plant hemp, I thought wherever as long as THC levels are below the federal standard for what's considered, I guess, psychoactive or Schedule One, in which it's really low. I don't know. If point you know three percent. Like something. Point three. three. So a, so less than a if third you have of a hemp 1%. plant in any of the fifty states, can I not do that as I long as know. that THC? I thought it was that the CBD was low, and you know I'm not a. I don't follow the laws. Do not look to me for legal advice. But I thought that's what it was, that the CBD was legal to be used as medicine. But uh, Grow Guru was talking to me earlier. But there's a, a woman he knows that has a, an 8-year-old kid that has really bad seizures, like 100 seizures a day. And actually, I, br- I brought him out there, and that's really why I wanted to go out there, is to see if we could help this kid somehow, kind of get everybody connected and see if we could start helping this kid. And they, uh, this is in, I'm going to say, a state out east, just to be vague. And they say it's no problem to treat them with, with CBD. The problem is you need to have a doctor that's going to write a recommendation for it. And where she's at way out east, no doctor will do that it's just too new it's kind of what i was talking about with yeah you know i was saying these guys are kind of risking their asses doing the cbd stuff and dude was like hey you know there's not really a ton of restrictions going on so you know risking their asses how do you mean and it's what i mean is there's taking their life savings you know hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars and investing it in something where the market hasn't been developed yet I mean, shit, dirty old Hillary could come in and, and buddy up with Monsanto and all of a sudden, uh, uh, you know, say goodbye to homegrown hemp, you know, home, homegrown CBD. Well, you know, this, this the thing. Yeah, I'm, all I'm saying is this market, the, the, it's an exploding market right now. The, the chunks haven't even fallen yet. 
So who knows what's going to happen? If you've got your life savings set up in a, in a market that explodes, uh, you deserve That's high risk. You deserve high reward. And uh, I have a lot of respect for people that are doing that with their life savings and all their time and energy. There's a huge... Uh, yeah, I was listening in. We, we, I had somebody chime in uh, over on my email from this company called Tradev, T R A D I V, right? And there's some type of seem to be like they're they're, they're going to be. I want to say like a whole a place to go. Like let's say you are an extractor, Scotty's a, a big a commercial extractor, and you need 200 pounds of trim for what your buyer is looking for. I need some trim high in CBD N. Okay, where can I find okay. that? See, well. So this company, Tradeup, seems like they're going to be, I don't know if brokerage is the right word, or they are in Colorado to where if you have like a wholesale login or whatever, you can see what's out there in the marketplace. And they're doing testing on it, et cetera. I have, I have more to learn about them. But there was an interesting interview with uh, this guy, Aaron, Aaron Sullivan. Um, he's the founder on Gondrepreneur. If you guys haven't heard, there's a, a podcast called Gondrepreneur. It's fairly interesting, uh, has different guests on. Sometimes it's good and not. Sometimes, and, and shout out, man. I'm, I, I love all podcasters kicking it out there. Sometimes it reminds me of why a co-host is really good as well. It'd be so, it's so hard sometimes to you get those awkward mic moments. But he had Aaron Sullivan, the founder on here, and they talked about, before I keep babbling, they talked about the future of this, Scotty. And I was sitting out there on that CBD farm today. And, you know, you're saying people throwing their life savings in it and doing this, going for it. Uh, it's following kind of, I shouldn't say it's following the brewery model, but they're mentioning on this entrepreneur podcast that medical is an area, an arena that's kind of, it's in, in, a, in a real early stage, right? Because it's still schedule one. We're about three to five years, three to five years, not even five, probably three years. Shit's going to blow up. When you have that big pharma money coming, that's what I'm like, worried they about. They start to as soon as there's they too start much to, money. There's no big farm. You know, there, there's, there's a no sweet spot where you it's, can hang out, man. Like where organics have been, where it's a whole shitload of work. You make some money from it, but it's a shitload of work. So, you know, they pretty much let the organic guys, the guys that want to wake up at 6 a.m. 365 days a year, they let those guys make that money. Is that kind of what you you know what happens when? I don't know what happens when big pharma all, on all levels. Well, in medical, it'd be super hard to compete. I don't care if you got that, you know, fifty or hundred acres, whatever, and things are dialed. Big pharma's got. I excuse my my language. They got that fuck you money, as I call it sometimes. Yeah, so like, but that can, fuck you money will get you into trouble, man. That fuck you money makes well, you they're lazy. gonna buy up. It makes you look for shortcuts. That ain't you know that fuck no, you money they, ain't, ain't be the able, answer. You've seen commercial ag dialed. If you see commercial ag dialed on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres, it's very but efficient. The output really isn't affects. the same. It's not the same. It depends. It's not the, no, you, it's not. You can take a regular, and that's what I'm saying. I know this is new, Scotty. It's just learning, you know, shouting about the shit that I learned, you know, a month ago. But the organic output that's grown with, uh, you know, composted materials, composted organic materials, has a lot more nutrition. It's a different product than what you're growing by putting NPNK salts on there. Looks the same. You're growing a broccoli. They both look like broccoli. You can even grow the one bigger because you can manipulate its macronutrients. But what you're actually growing is quite different. And now we're talking about medicine that has all sorts of terpenes and flavonoids and all this other shit. I don't, I don't know, even know what it means. You know, when, you, <laughs> when you're dealing with all these phytochemicals, I know what that means. It means plant chemicals. When you're dealing with all that, 
the, the micronutrients that you're feeding that plant make a huge difference. And if ag's, big ag's going to go and take the shortcuts, the same shortcuts they take with our food supply, they're going to grow inferior medicine the same way they're growing inferior food. It'll, I halfway agree. It depends, man. That's like, a, let's say a big pharma has a, a Merck or whoever has a subsidiary that comes in and says, we isolated this part of this plant we know that this specific uh you know strain with the cbc or you know sure i mean let's just say they use because i mean it is possible does it what, so then they what they, they're going to they, start using is they're going to start genetically modify that's, it. What, that's what i was going to say they're going to use this crispr uh grow guru will come on and tell you about it but you can take crispr and you can put in you can take the thc you know the the, the part of the gene that makes thc and just snap it into algae and now you got algae that makes so, thc i mean i'm not saying that's really going to work they, but that's the idea. Let's say they do this. Let's say, you know, they are. They come in and let's say that, you know, Merck has a growing subsidiary with a thousand acres and they've isolated. They got a, a GMO seed. It always does exactly the same. But when people go to Walgreens and get it and it consistently works great without the side effects, why am I saying that's a bad thing? Are the wrong people making money? I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to help a bigger demographic. I'd like to help more of the population. And we have a huge, you know, amount of the population to where there still will be some, like you said, your smaller time grower, organic growers, especially for, especially for smoke. I believe, especially for people that enjoy smoking flour, there's all, there's going to be plenty of different niches there. I equate that to craft, craft brew. But when you get in the medical side of it, there's going to be billions of dollars coming in either buying up, snatching up, and they're going to, you know, it's going to be hard to compete in that uh, arena as a smaller grower. I, I just think that if they're going to be growing it with salts and without organic inputs, then I really think they're growing inferior medicine. You know, the... Well, who knows? I don't know yet. I, don't, I mean, I'm a, I have no idea. I don't want to see a field, of course. Like, we, I look at a field of corn sometimes, and I, I kind of like, huh, like it looks pretty, but huh, I'm picturing like all this chemical runoff, you know, into the... You know, when you see it around the, the Mississippi River, as we've talked about in the show, and then it dumps out into the Gulf, and then there's so much nutrient in the water, there's huge dead zones. Like, yeah, if it's done irresponsibly, I'm not down. I'm, that's not a good thing. But I think, I don't know, I'm pretty sure I'm hoping they'll figure it out. One thing is a lot of the people that are coming, uh, that are passionate about it, seem to be passionate about carrying it. It goes almost hand in hand. You really enjoy this plant. You enjoy the smoke. You enjoy the feeling or enjoy the medical benefits, therefore, I think it also kind of to care for the soil and the earth, hopefully. Hopefully, you know, or when you do some corn. <laughs> corn anyway. tastes good. Anyway. No, but that is the thing. I mean, caring for the, the soil as well. I mean, they, you know, just stripping, basically just, just plowing and stripping the soil fertility. I mean, we've got a few inches of fertile soil, and that's what sustains human yeah. life and then just within the past 70 100 years you know like i said we, we we made these bomb factors and then just out of convenience we're able to repurpose these bomb factors into you know uh, ammonium nitrate factories and into fertilizer plants and we're like okay cool we got it. we got tons of fertilizer coming out now and hey if we ever need to make bombs we're kind of ready for that too <laughs> kind of interesting why don't we switch it over to i uh, see here in the notes you finally understand what organic gardening is finally <laughs> it took that long yeah, a little bit when did you have your revelation I, I think i i don't know who it was it was somebody was asking on google plus hey you know scotty was saying for the 10 billionth time vote with your dollars and you know i'm kind of freaked out about general organics because it's you know it's miracle grow you know if, if you want miracle grow you know taking over the industry it's, uh, it's not miracle grow i mean they all they fall in the same 
same arena. The same I, dude, I, it, that the same pocket that that Miracle Grow puts money into, puts money. Yeah, so does General Organic. So does. Uh, come on, give me the other ones. Uh, Vermicrop. Vermicrop. Yeah, and I mean, so they're all. Black magic. Yeah, black magic. And that's another thing. That's what that's what you were saying, you know. If Merck were to make a medicine and it was a mass medicine that was available everywhere and there was CBD available everywhere, you're asking yourself, is that a good thing or not? Well, ask yourself, how does it feel when you see black magic in Home Depot? Is that a good thing? That's that's letting everybody, uh, you know, grow weed, right? If you, if you go to Home Depot, if you got a lawn, you should grow weed. That's what we've been talking about for a while, but why doesn't it feel good? All right. Well, I mean, I got to ask. And guys, also, I mean, if you're hearing any any technical difficulties on this, Scotty just warned me he might go office space and his router and his phone and his Wi-Fi can bit, but we're working through it. But I wanted to ask I'm you going today passive. at the farm, you're hungry. We're hungry when we left the farm. What's up? I'm going passive. I'm just leaving it. I'm just going out for a pack of cigarettes tonight and never coming back to this router. <laughs> office space is pretty tight. Anyway, we're talking about, you know, you're talking about organics and your inputs. So uh, I might not be hitting the point here so we we left the farm today and i thought about it i was effing hungry after hanging out did you get some shit on the way home to eat out of curiosity i did i did what'd you grab what'd you grab <laughs> why you got to do this man it was the one cheat day i had i went and had nordy's barbecue because it's about the barbecue there is and i'm never oh, in that's that in part down, of and, town. And, and, screw and, you for where, judging uh, me oh, where's it at i thought that was in fort collins but, you know they only have one left and it is out of the way, some place that I never go that I was happen to be at today. So, yeah, I went and had some barbecue. Okay. No carbs, though. When they, when, just, when they no. came for the yeast roll, I said, no, no, thanks. I'm going to make it a carb-free day. Barbecue's uh, it's fine. I'm just, I was debating in my own head when I'm thinking about plant inputs, you know, and then um, people be like, they love what they're doing with the soil. And then they're like, all right, I'm going to go have some lunch and grab a bunch of shit, antibiotic-filled, totally unsustainable, don't think about right. it. And you can't run your life, like, worrying about every so crazy, of course. Look. But you know, it was just food, food food for thought, literally food for thought. I think that fits perfect. All right, I'm sorry I got off track. I was having some technical difficulties. You asked me what I thought organics were, okay? And then, like I said, somebody was asking me about the best organic bottles to use, and, hey, maybe we should switch to this one because of general organics being owned by this. And I was thinking, like, you know, man— Organics is about like there should be an inputs at the at the end of that. It's about using organic inputs. It's about taking things and composting them, and then and microbes compost those. There, there I said it. Said the M word, and then and then those are what go on your soil, and then the microbes come, you know, or compost the materials and deliver them to the soil. So it's like a mineral recycling thing. So if if you're growing organically, you're using composted organic materials you know you're using things like you know unless i'm saying like uh, organic i see people how they do it they use cover crops they're using mulches they're using shit i seen people go and raid dumpsters for cardboard and just take a bunch of cardboard and that shit just melts right into the soil like as i'm reading this book and they're like dude we're just taking dumpsters of cardboard and mulch and compost then laying compost tea over you know, spraying compost tea, or soil juice, whatever they called it, and 
it's just going away. And they're going, where the hell is this stuff going? I mean, hundreds and hundreds of pounds of organic inputs are going into their soil, and it's feeding their soil. They, these guys in this book I'm reading took this just terrible hard pan, just this terrible, just rock-hard soil, and turned it into lush organic you know, gardening material by just adding organic input. And so that's just kind of the big epiphany I had, is it's the litter. You know, it's the... It's, it's the uh, the mulch that you're using. It's the comp- the things that you're composting. The you know the the green and the brown that you're composting. The earthworm castings that you, that you're you know you know that you're making. All that stuff is is what makes an organic garden or it makes organic production. It's not what bottle you use. Yeah. Well, and the, and being patient too. I mean, people with organics you know heard. Uh you know, when flower farmers BSing about his, his growing in Pennsylvania and building compost and using horse manure. And sometimes I swear the reason why it's been easier and easier. And now I think I'm like at the max point. I grow like the most top notch tomatoes in my driveway in containers, like 20, 30 gallon containers. Right. FYI, I grow neighbors. Tomatoes are code for weed, and right? that soil, <laughs> Jamaican, Jamaican, Jamaican tomatoes. That's where I was going. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, but the soil... It seems like, and I always have the same soil pile. I keep putting my indoor soil out in there. Just keep sitting over winter and warming, and just, just keep cycling new inputs. And and but knowing and with or I'm wondering if I'm building the microbe shit up over time or if it all die. It doesn't all die in the winter. Those things are durable as hell, right? No, they, they go just like go dormant. Temperature varies. Microbes can just go dormant, then they fire it's, back up. And think about trying. Think about the pathogenic microbe you fought. You know, think about uh, you know some kind of mold. And, and trying to get rid of mold is not all that easy, you know, and, and it likes to spread. Powdery mildew, there you go. You know, these, these are our microbes. Mm. So, you know, they like to, you know, they like to stay dormant and come back. So not all of them are the, you know, mycorrhizae is a real fragile mi- microbe. So people always, I think they get introduced to that and they think that, oh, my gosh, they're all so fragile. And not, not the case. Yeah, another thing with being patient, guys, I was saying think ahead. Um, I've said it in plenty of the earlier shows, but you're using organics. Kind of think ahead of what you're trying to do. Temperatures, the warmer it is, the quicker organic to work. And your top dressing, don't top dress because you need nitrogen today. Top five days. Like, think ahead and know that down also. You're like, oh, shit, I want to make sure when I'm going to flush, I don't really have much. new. So don't be being like, oh, it's weak. Six and a half. I should do one more guano bloom boost. And <laughs> right. I don't know. Think about that. It's going to hang out for a while. They're not as fast acting. When you have your rhizos or soil kicking ass with all the um, recharge and um, any type of other, you know, microbes really help. Organics and microbes, microbial enhancements and inoculations go hand in hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. We'll move on a little bit here. Let's move on a little bit. Scotty's moving, so we'll keep him moving on. You'll have to just make sure at the end of the show, if he edited it, so like the, the end's at the beginning and the beginning's at the end, just let us know. <laughs> it might happen. It's a little scrambled. I get it, though. I'm not trying to bust your balls. Moving's a pain in the ass. Man. Oh, you Definitely ain't. Tough. This one's overwhelming. Unless you're just balling. Unless you like work for Google and you get that like. The Mayflower the, the, truck the executive. pulls up, man, that 53 foot. Oh, yeah, 10 guys or dust not only like setting everything up then they're dusting it and cleaning it and make you dinner and whatever you get that executive we can't afford the dude grow show executive <laughs> yet, so. all right so that's really man what we both got going on i was just chiming in with scotty we're hanging i don't have a specific uh, other than summertime yeah people are getting my email <laughs> like, dude we know it's summertime but you need to get on board i will guys it's not too much longer kiddos back at school 
chill out a little bit. Won't be snowboard season. It'll just be fall. Everybody doing the fall. Just kind of chill out. Yeah. You know, have some chili. Yeah. You don't watch football uh, so, or anything. Oh, oh yeah. That's all. Sorry about that part. Football. Totally. Should watch it with you. So I don't believe you, dude. To me I don't slowly. believe you for a second. All right. Right on. That's fair enough. Do you have any specific uh, weed you're smoking at all? You not, at all? No, I'm going to shout out to the CBD pills that I was eating this morning. Those are pre- those were pretty cool. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Polly was asking me what the CBD does for me. It was hard to put my finger on it. And I, it just really does just keep me in a good mood. Really keeps it not high at all, but just kind of in a good mood. Just really, you know, level and feeling good. You, did you find? Did you pop any of those capsules this morning, dude? Not this morning. I went through them before. I took my last two the other day. Did you find? And that's where I want to get. What's did up? you find any mood enhancement type thing? Uh, I don't know. I think I do find like seeing, uh, d- depending on what type it is, but in, a little bit. And Paulie mentioned appetite appetite adjustment when you're getting your endocannabinoid endocannabinoid system. So you had to say it God real quick. Damn, now, you so did it, though, man. When you get your when you get your when you get your endocannabinoid endocannabinoid <laughs> system, that's what I was expecting. Uh, rocking, and plus it's a, it's a really enriched good oil. I think it helps. Uh, not that I'm like trying to lose weight or anything. It's good. I I'm, that's one reason I'm excited for more money in science. There's gonna be like I picture like legit like a legit lose weight now. You can lose 25 pounds and blah blah blah. Somewhat legit. I won't say fully. With the help of this CBD isolated bone. And that thing, makes you, know, you that happy? Would be cool to see that that's something. going to be the new bullshit that everybody reaches for to, to, mm, to sell as long as it, their hey, money to sell okay. out. They're going to sell out in the name of CBD. If it's if it's bullshit, it does not make me happy that you got to see through the. That's one of the reasons I have not gotten involved in it because I did see bullshit, and I still need more education, you know, understanding, you know, why I heard today, hey, I can do a CBD pill that'll give you energy, or one that'll put you to sleep. You know, let's get into that arena. Let's just understand that more because I don't. I'm taking it slow. I'm taking it slow with the hype. We're kind of in the gray area right now with trying to get to what's before. Okay, well, there's the black. Is there a black area? That's the like the worst area, fa- and then there's the gray. <laughs> My favorite it? color gray is charcoal. Hey, charcoal's a color. Okay, it's not black. It's gray. What's the color of the uh, fully legitimate area? Oh, no. Blue. I don't really hang out there that much. <laughs> Green. <laughs> I haven't seen that <laughs> in a while. You haven't you haven't been over there. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I hang out in the biochar right, gray. So. You were talking earlier about the memes. You had a, kind of an announcement. The memes have been off the chart. Thanks, you guys, for the Make America Toke Again memes. Uh, we had one of uh, Trump, one of Clinton, all kinds of shit in there. It's hard for me to keep up with. We, we check them out before the show and kind of put a better mood if we need it. But you're saying we just kind of need to start grazing through and awarding like, nugs in general more. Do. Yeah, you know, I've instructed Anthony to go through every morning, the pothead assistant, go through every morning and just award extra nugs to the ones that are just awesome because some of these are just fucking hilarious we, we have a little you know skype meeting every morning and we just crack up like the midwest meditator killing it with the hunter s thompson dog we can't stop here it's, this is still prohibition country dude fucking hilarious man you see this one oh there's just so many, man. So anyway, we just have a real good time checking these out. We are working on some video components. And uh, when... Stop saying it. We've been saying it for like a year. Let's not talk about it again until it's but live. But we're really working on it. Though. <laughs> like, uh, now we're actually recording I agree. shit I agree. and failing at it. So, yeah. I mean, you can't get any closer than that. 
Fair enough. No, I agree. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, by by uh, Monday, we should have something. Now, we've, we've tried to do a, a few video things, and like I said, we got to, uh, we played around, got that the Wake and Bakes going, and then we just had to step up and, and get somebody in there running the cameras and, and, and all that, and got some new equipment in there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and yeah, you'll, you'll see. I ain't lying. It's coming. All right, one more break, guys. We got what's going on in our grows coming up. Hopefully, we don't have no. We're right on to be running it on for y'all, but we said it's boxing craziness. Oh man, uh, we'll be right. (laughs) So fair enough, for sure. You gotta do a little lower and depressed, but it's a good move. It's a good move. All right, guys, we'll take a quick break. Be right back. What's going on in our grows out here in Colorado? Check it all out. Moving to a greenhouse. First bag I scored was in the nineties. I smoked an ounce up in a day I smuggled seeds straight through the airport Only just to grow the real deal Old school purple haze Purple haze Purple haze Purple haze, purple haze 
Take it. Why not? So You're the dude, what's going man. on? Do it in uh, in my grow. I was gonna say dudes grow, but I don't like talking like you don't like to uh, hang out in the man, third I've been tempted person. To, tempted to add this mi- like I'm I'm doing that cocoa loco mix now. Honestly, it's needing to be watered just in a cocoa straight up. Like the aqua supremo, it's not jamming. I went down to five gallon pots so I could uh, fit the proper amount of plants in my room instead of seven too wide where I couldn't get six positioned right. And man, they're just I could water them every day. I don't have to. But it's not premium time. Like if I'm skipping a day, like water, go two days, water. Right. I know they'd like a little bit more. They won't wilt, but they're, they're kind of like they should have them. It's frustrating. I'm tempted to take next time to see if it will. What do you think? If it'll help out if I were to add uh, those, you know, the Rockwell croutons to my mix? You know, how about can of cocoa for me and 
20% Rockwell croutons because those will hold more moisture, I'm hoping. Yeah, it's just so unevenly distributed, though. Then you've got some croutons every, you know, every now and again. You've got a different moisture-holding capacity. Seems so unnatural. I, well, the whole thing it's is not unnatural. Natural. I'm growing plants under lights. I've seen a plant grow but, out of a coconut husk uh, before. It's called a coconut. I'm tempted to do that. I know there's like these gels and different house plants. Those things kind of suck. I though. mean, the bottom line I've is for those. when I'm busy, I need to figure out irrigation. I did get a bunch today in a way to grow two of them actually, and I got Roy Innovations. I still want to talk to these guys about their methods. Methods they advertise on their bag of different guanos and grow mix it to top drip. Sprinkle on my grow pizza with Parmesan, but yet it's bat guano, and they say you know non-invasive guano harvesting, which I like to see, but. I, I'm curious on uh, how how well they do it and what's up. So we'll do that. But I, I got that because guys, this is uh, you can find a few Fox Farm uh, has different bags, different MPK. They have a five 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 all per pinch. I found to be pretty good, especially in veg. If you're going out of town, or you want to rely on drippers or whatever. You want to be have something. So when you're having a, a, a gardener helper, you don't want to say, okay, you need to mix these eight bottles. Then I pH down, and then sometimes I overshoot, so I got to pH back up a little right. bit. You know, unless you're, you know, so I keep it simple. So a good tip for when, if you need somebody to help cover with your garden, is top dress. And this one was like a three, four, three or something maybe. A bunch of good shit in there. So I'm going to hit that up um, for when I just need to not think about it. When I'm in a rush and I want to hit my grow with just water. I have nothing else to hit it with water. At least I know that's leaching. So don't forget about top dressing. It's one of my favorite ways to help out, even with your regular program. Let's say you use all these, whatever, I don't even care, GH3 part or another line, psycho mate, psycho, or something else. Top dressing some guano on, of course putting worm on and all that. Just need a little extra dank, but you gotta be light with it. Like I said before, Treat it like you're sprinkling, you know, some Parmesan on a pizza. Free, so it'll be pretty heavy. <laughs> it's free, we'll right? That Parmesan, that gator, that cooter rub. Put Parmesan cooter rub from down in Florida and a bunch of good stuff, man. Make a delicious and, meal. Uh, Inedible. But I do need to come up with irrigation. I just need to figure out how to do it. I don't want that one, even two, right? Two drip emitters per five gallon. It's pretty good. But I need to create a flood, not a single channel, because since I do top drum towards, I know there's plenty of grow hacks out there putting holes in uh, half-inch tubing, kind of mimicking the hydro halo thing that it came out with hey, that just drips in a circle. Why not mimic a commercial ag system? Commercial ag system is microjet irrigation, and they use between 20 and 30 PSI to make like a little spray. And you can get all sorts of different heads. They're the same kind of heads that they use in some of the, some of the cloning machines. You know, they're like 25 cents a piece, and you can get like a, you know, if I'm looking at mine, they're like two-foot you know, two foot in uh, in diameter, and you can get one with like an 18 inch spray, uh, spray, or you can get one with a like a 45 degree or a 90 degree angle pattern. And if you took that and just angled it down, you'd probably you'd probably have to get like a stronger pump and actually ha- you run a pressurized system. But it might not be the worst thing in the world if you want to do that. It would certainly give you enough uh, uh, enough volume of water to flood the you know to, to flood the buckets and and you know get, release your guanos. It might not be bad. It's something to I play mean, really, around I wanna, with. I want to get a floor drain. I want to get a floor drain and make it rain, dude. <laughs> We're talking ceiling-mounted reservoirs. That's the coolest with, thing above to each do. Plant a shower jet and a floor drain, and then while it's raining, I even do like 
I got these LED lightning flashes. Kind of makes the plants feel they're in a true natural environment. That type of shit would be tight. You're going to keep bugs down that Thunder way, sound too. out the speakers. You, do, you definitely do. It's good. I mean, one of the things I do out in my front driveway a lot with uh, the tomato plants is I go through there with a wand sprayer, and I'm, you know, I'm going to wa- give them all a wash down, too. It's just a mechanical, and you can definitely do this in the grow room. We've done it before. Spider mites, late bloom, ice cold water high pressure without dating the flowers. Mechanical knockdown is what I'll call it. Removing them from the leaves, you're giving them an environment they don't like, they're fucked up, they'll like, get out of here. Check it out that way. See, do I have anything else going on in my girl? Oh man, damn, do you have one more? Powdery mildew, man, so what happened? I had uh, I had downstairs, I have a, my veg area is kind of just a big open. Down. There's a couple T5 eight bulbs. There's no like humidity control or CO2. You know, I'm getting them going. Uh, I usually take them up to one gallon size there, and then I'm going to put them in the bloomer. So I had a window open. This is a basement that's down low. So this is one of those little basement, a small-ass window that barely... And I left it open just for fresh air. And, but sure enough, I think it might have been a lilac. There's a bush that's covered in powdery mildew. So... I got lazy. Of course, air or wind will blow through that. A spore came through the happy little spore of powdery mildew, trickling down, smiling, and then landed right on my plant. And I caught it, though. It was one leaf, right, Scotty? One leaf out of six plants. One leaf in a one-gallon container had PM. I'm like, ha-ha, I got you. I sprayed it down with some overgrow. Actually, I removed yeah, that Yeah, I was going to say, if you remove that leaf, I remove I'm it. I spray shit before I remove it too, just I'm worried if I dry, like, and spread out. Right. So I like to like, spray it down with something easy wet, a stick on that leaf when you're working with it. And I didn't see anything three weeks. Ha <laughs> ha, man, it's bullshit that it's systemic. And then I was in my room literally like three days ago. And guys, in my room, I have to crawl around, pick stuff up, and it's primary. It's only about f- just over four foot wide, and the canopy test, all that. So I'm down below can. And you know what the benefit is that that, that is? is? I saw it. I saw a leaf. Like, But this was one leaf, again, but it was covered. That leaf's covered. And I found two others, and this is all lower canopy. And of course, Scotty, that plant that had the one leaf with PM on it, in the very back corner, was over by the dehumidifier ah. and the AC. It's where that shit happened. And uh, microclimate. So I caught it in the I'm kind of worried. I mean, I, it, I literally right now have a 2%, maybe a 1.5% infestation of PM, but it has potential. I'm not going to be ignorant. It has potential to get going. So I'm going to keep on it. I keep crawling through there uh, every other night. I do a crawl on either side of the garden, which takes me about 10 minutes. But that's what you got to do because PM will creep up your lower canopy and you'll be up top and you'll just look in. Oh, everything's good. It'll really affect your lower canopy, and then that's when you're like, you start to lose control because then you get into later bloom and then flowers, and that's when horrible. So, what kind of defenses uh, are what, kind of, what kind of toolkit, you know, tools you got in the kit? You know, we've got so far right now, just because I'm about a month into bloom and it's only been on lower fan leaves, extremely lower fan leaves. Right. I've been going through and spot spraying optic foliar's overgrow because it's what I have on hand. If I had their ATAC, I'd probably use that more, but I'm going to keep doing this for now. If it were to get into the flowers and the buds, I probably would. Um, their, their overgrow, I'd go over to ATAC and kick that. I'm tempted also. I went to, to get a Procure pack uh, from Way to Grow. I just re I'm mine. kind of still... I'm still little. I want to get them back on. I'm a little ignorant in, in that arena. Um, I'm tempted to run some some type of bacillus, a beneficial bacteria, something to try and outcompete it. Maybe recharge. Oh, spray absolutely, do that. Not hitting absolutely. My flowers. So, but uh, overall, I'll be I'll be able to combat it. It's about catching it. I mean, when you catch it, when you have your garden's 20, 20 percent infested, it's a challenge. So for now, I've caught it. 
I didn't remove the second leaf, though. I just sprayed the shit out of it for the past three right. days. I was kind of curious. I'll probably remove it tonight. But I wanted to keep... Don't go in there. Don't go in your garden. Find PM and just start cutting leaves and getting on your hands and moving them around your plants and have your fans on and your spores around. You, know, you want to be very careful on how you attend to it. Mainly get it wetted down first with something that's going to kill it. Then selectively, carefully, probably with gloves, container that you have there, probably a one-gallon Ziploc bag. Try and be very sterile right. with what your spores, zooming around, finding new homes. So. Yeah, I, I, that's what's growing on in my garden. That's what's going on in my all grow. All right, all right. You know, what's going on in my grow is, is somewhat similar. Is the, the only real problem I got lingering is a little bit of PM. So it's tough to get rid of. I never, you know, I hadn't had it. And I just got it, you know, what have I grown for 20-something years and got it last, I don't know, six months ago. And, yes, yeah, kind of just lingers. I've been able to control it and keep it at bay with the ProCure packets. I kind of let them go too long. And, you know, I should have replaced them. I didn't mark. I think they're good for about 30 days, and I didn't replace them. So it started coming back a little bit. I sent a grow guru out to Way to Grow yesterday to get more of those ProCure packs. And Well, it's using the extended release then. I'm using the extended release one, yeah. And all you do there is you just basically okay. put them in the clamshell, shake them up, put them in the clamshell, and Because I did hear... I got the, the, the non-extended release gas one, and I was like, up up and uh, shout out to Way to Grow. Drew, some knowledge base is like, you know, those are those are a little too strong. The extended release are good, and if you want to do a foliar spray, like live plants, foliar spray, always test spray, guys. Do something about test spraying part of a plant. 100 ppm on the Procure, I think it's called V. 100 ppm, and they sell this powder. So you do want to have a TDS meter or a crossover. Right. Uh, worked really well. I've been tempted to try that out. Still hesitant. What it, what exactly it is? Chlorine? I think it's chlorine gas, or at least it, it yeah, that's what I think it is. I, like I said, I'm no chemist so They're probably either. finding like 100 ppm of the, the Procure V is the safe amount. It's like it's an amount of chlorine that will kill, obviously, PM, but not affect. I get, I get to still, even saying it, the words coming out my mouth, when I say chlorine and spray and my flowers, I, I got to talk to these. I got to get more info. Hey, what's a little chlorine gas going to do? Yeah, man. I'm saying. Uh, well, all right. So you're gonna you you just need to re up your packets at bay, and if you have a move coming, you have a great chance to totally start over fresh. Yeah, I'm just playing around. I am gonna bring somebody. I've got some beautiful plants that I, you know, some bamboos and some herbs and things that I am gonna bring over. I'm not gonna start totally fresh. And I was kind of looking. I've got a few veg, vegetative, kind of decent sized, but just neglected vegetative plants that, of course, aren't gonna go in this flowering. So. I'm just thinking about throwing them outside, uh, hence arguing with my wife about it. Because she's like, dude, we're not showing up. And then just unpacking a bunch of big, fat, fucking six-foot pot plants and putting them outside. It doesn't doesn't make a nice impression on the neighbors. Remains to be seen whether I do that or not. <laughs> just keep it private, man. Bamboo privacy fencing works great. Right. No, you're going to have to deal. You'll be jumping a little bit more into exposed western side of your environment, if you will, knowing that area. Right. Higher winds potential. Definitely. It's definitely going to have to create some micro environments. But I, I'm really looking so. forward to stepping up from a just a, you know, a small, what is this, a couple hundred square foot of basement into a really large greenhouse, you know, something like a 3,000, 3,500 square foot greenhouse. And just really looking to grow a lot of my own foods and grow a lot of CBD make a lot of medicine for people hopefully spread a lot of good karma and grow some good ass weed while i'm at it that's my plan you let me know it's happening <laughs> i've always wanted to do it too but i always run into a lot of challenges realize it's almost like not a full-time job but another job oh yeah you gotta have people so showing up to help 
But, you know, Grow Guru actually knows a little bit about what's called market gardens or market greenhouses where you actually go and take that stuff to, to green markets and to restaurants. And it's a job and it's a sustainable job where it can actually make enough money to pay some, you know, your employees a good wage. Yeah. All right. Well, what uh, last was uh, I mentioned when I came up? I don't know if we talked. I don't think we talked about it on the show. I cleaned off my AC unit outside my oh, mini split. Yeah. Thank you for um, that. Guys, my neighbor, go figure. Temp needs Todd's has a big cottonwood tree. Cottonwood trees make a mess. So they spit off all this shit and AC these fine fins, the mini splits on the back, took the air through there. And I went out one time and I was like, holy crap on there. I cleaned it off and I went out a week later and it's like, oh my God, same thing. I should give Scotty a call. He probably didn't think about it. been pretty busy. So what happened? You cleaned that yeah, shit off? Yeah, I just went and spray it. took 10 seconds with a with a hose. Just sprayed it with a hose, thing peeled off like a sheet. And nice. dude, I'll go downstairs and all of a sudden it's from 88 to 78. <laughs> I mean, in maybe an hour or so. Was it really that that big? Much more efficiency. It's literally like the air conditioner, those fins are trying to remove hot air, and you just threw a blanket over them. So you're just totally throwing salt (laughs) players' game over. Good analogy. I'll give you a thumbs up on that analogy. (laughs) Yeah, it's the same difference. It'd be like. Uh, you know, I'll give a perfect analogy as well. You know, if you got a radiator out in front of your car that's slammed with bugs after road tripping, ain't gonna work too well, man. That air needs flow, and that's the same thing. So if you guys, if you guys got mini splits out there, and bugs can happen to mini splits too, pollen, cottonwoods, dog hair, whatever's in the air that could be pulled through. Check the fins on your mini some Definitely. So. Hey, last thing I wanted to say is I just got a shout out to Straight Nugs. Straight Nugs gave us some Blue Widow a couple runs ago. And I was all psyched on the Sueno and a couple other things I grew. I think I grew some Gorilla Glue before that was really psyched on it. But this freaking Blue blue Widow that he gave me. It's Blue Dream by White Widow. Holy crap. I love this, bud. It's finishing early. It's going to be the first one out of everyone finished. Big swollen calyxes. I mean, just the kind of bud you love to show off. So shout out to you, Straight Nugs. I, I listened to you finally. He told me last time. He goes, dude, you got to check out that Blue Widow. He's kind of bummed that I didn't get it. I had like one little one in the corner, and I didn't really do anything with it. Man, I put two right under the lights this time, and that's going to be the shit that I'm saving. That's going to be my savoring. Oh, bud. yeah, I got a few of those rocking. You run low, I got... I think I did three last grow. I got two this grow. The only thing I've said before, the Blue Widow, Sueno, Gorilla Goo number four that we got from Straight Nugs. I'm not dissing. I, I like the flower. I don't like the man. I even see it. I got the right next to these right. guys, the Spectrum Kings. Wait, I haven't even put a support on them. I didn't put a piece of bamboo, a piece of twist tie, nothing. These, the other aforementioned strains, they need a lot of help, man. At least for me. What's going on? I'm not. The, the flowers are great. The dank is there, hungry for support, which isn't the worst attribute in a garden. I mean, it just into it a little bit. Wow, more. the buds grow like. so big they fall over. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I ain't they, they weren't the thing I know it was. I was noticing it wasn't for me. I love it when I see flowers falling over earlier than I usually am used to. Under I'm mainly the spectrum. Um, it's because of resin going in. Sure. Shit, so I'm not really worried about size. All right, all right. Let's get out of here, man. You need to move. You need to move. Yeah. Figure it out. Scotty's not going far, guys. He's only moving six miles from his house, seven miles from his house, or something like that. So don't worry about it. He's not changing with the I'm show. I'm moving to the hills. But we be patient. Be patient with uh, the next uh, week or so if we have any technical difficulties. Or I won't say no shows. We're pretty good with the nose typically. Uh, otherwise, hang out Friday. This week in cannabis. Be chilling. Sounds good to me. Till then, take her easy, dude. All right. Later.
Motherfucker.